Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Hello, lovely listeners. If you're finding value in what you're hearing today, make sure to head over to the show notes. Not only will you find more details on today's topic, but you'll also get an exclusive invitation to join my free Facebook group, Awakened Souls. This community is perfect for women who are either super curious or currently journeying through recovery. Being part of Awakened Souls offers a supportive environment where you can connect with like-minded women, all working towards an alcohol-free lifestyle. Plus... There are special free gifts waiting inside the show notes, (laughs) curated specifically to empower and assist you on your journey. And if you're loving the content, I'd be so grateful if you take a moment to rate this podcast. Your feedback helps me continue bringing you the conversations and insights you love. Let's keep the momentum going. And remember, you are not alone on this journey. I am here to help you every step of the way. Today, we have a truly special episode lined up for you. We're joined by Becca Stone, a remarkable physical wellness and mindset coach from Knoxville, Tennessee, who has not only transformed her own life, but is passionately dedicated to helping other women do the same. Becca's journey is one of overcoming diet culture, embracing body positivity, and finding a harmonious balance in her dynamic life as a wife and a mother of four incredible daughters, including a set of triplets and a 10-year-old with Down syndrome. In today's episode titled Empowering Transformations, Becca's journey from diet culture to holistic wellness and motherhood, we'll explore how Becca's personal experiences have shaped her coaching philosophy and how she's empowering women and moms to break free from feeling stuck. We'll delve into her practical strategies for creating a healthy, balanced lifestyle that aligns with the uniqueness of every individual's life. So grab your headphones, get comfortable, and let's get ready to be inspired by Becca's journey of resilience, transformation, and empowerment. Thank you so much, Becca, for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I just, I do. I'm really pumped just to have this conversation and, um, and just to put it out there to your audience. I hope this will bring some value and, um, just some simple strategies that women can really just take in and begin to implement to make their life more simple. Right. Don't we all need that in our lives? A little bit more simplicity, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, How has your personal journey actually influenced you to the way you coach and motivate others in their health and fitness goals? That's a great question. Um, So just brief history on my story. I battled with yo-yo dieting and mega restriction. I eliminated food groups and I tried to eliminate a lot of foods, right? That it just, it didn't work, but I really, I cut my calories at a very toxic and unhealthy relationship with food. Um, not only like physical habits, but also just how I started to feel about my body and body shame. And, and I just got in a really unhealthy cycle and, 
Um, it took me 15 years really to break free of it. Um, and, you know, through that journey, honestly, it, it wasn't, I wish I could claim that I just woke up one day and saw the light and realized, you know, that I needed to love myself and I, you know, deserved and I was worthy, but I didn't. I went through an infertility journey um, and it took me getting pregnant and literally having a baby in my body to really go, okay, I cannot I cannot abuse food this way or use food like this in my life anymore. It definitely wasn't healthy for me, but it was like, I knew that it wasn't going to work, you know, just being pregnant. Um, and then I found out at 20 weeks, I was having a girl. Now I have four girls, ha <laughs> ha jokes on me. But, um, I really, to me, I struggled with food, so not even just physically, but emotionally and mentally. And, um, and it was really, really painful in my life. And I just, I did not want to pass that along to my girls. I didn't want them to hear me body shame or be self-conscious or be, you know, work out and eat the right things because I was trying to be skinny or fit in a, you know, a pair of jeans or, you know, I, I obviously I want to teach them healthy habits and how to love healthy food and the right things and move their body. I literally can't keep them still. So, um, you know, so far I'm succeeding on that. But I just wanted them to have a different mindset, a different approach and relationship with food and their body. And so really with my clients now, what a great question. With my clients now, it's not just about, yes, I'm going to help them eat the right foods and, you know, move their body the right way to get fit, to be healthy, you know, to get back to feeling beautiful and confident and sexy in their own skin. It's important. But I'm also really working on the mindset. I'm really helping women transition out of the yo-yo diet, lose 20 pounds for a beach vacation, for a holiday, for, you know, whatever it is, um, and really think more lasting lifestyle. And um, I really help women create. It's funny, there's a lot of pain associated with losing weight and go, you know, because it's all about the things we can't have, the things we're not going to get to do. Like, that's why it takes us so long to finally commit to like, okay, I'm starting Monday, right? Okay, I'm going on a diet. And I'm not pointing fingers because I've literally done it. I did it for 15 years straight, but it literally never worked for me. Um, and you guys know, you know, you might make some progress. You might put a couple months together. You might lose 20 pounds, which actually reinforces the negative habits in the yo-yo dieting, right? Because you do see some progress. So you don't think it's the diet that is messing up. You think it's you. You think you're too weak. You think you're not disciplined enough. You think something's wrong with your body, right? But it's really like you can't run on willpower and restriction 365 days a year. You just can't. Like we're not built like that. And so I really help these women learn to create a lifestyle that aligns with their life, with their schedule, with their preferences, how they like to move their body, what kind of food they like. Um, and obviously we might sub some ingredients or, you know, put some new things in that they've never thought. A lot of times people are just bored and they've just been doing the same thing over and over and they don't know what else to do. Um, and so I really step in, I help them create solutions, but I don't give menus and I don't like, this is what I want you to eat for eight weeks. Right. Because if I did that, you know, you're going to set it and forget it. And you might be able to have the willpower for eight weeks, but when you're done with the menu, you're still not going to know how to navigate food at a restaurant, at a ballpark, on a date night, at a cabin with your husband. Like we empower and teach them how to navigate food every single day of their life. And we really practice the skill of balance.
Wow. Yes. You Does know. That help? Oh yeah. So a little backstory about myself. I used to be a weight loss consultant and uh, for Jenny Craig, because, okay, this is what happened. Okay. In high school, you know, I was active. I was in basketball, you know, I was an athletic person, you know, but I stopped playing and then met a boyfriend, you know, and it was my senior year when we were partying and everything. And then he was buying me all this junk food, like taking me out. We're the same age. And I would eat, 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 eat. And it wasn't one time where uh, my mom's friend came over and he was like, you know what, just sit down here. Let's have like a little meeting. You know, you were really putting on a lot of weight and I didn't even pay attention. I had no awareness of it whatsoever. I thought I still look good. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with me, but then I was looking at photos and I'm like, oh my goodness. So my mom, what she did is she put me on Jenny Craig and uh -huh. she put me on Jenny Craig and I actually lost a lot of weight fast. However, and I loved it. You know, this was like the new thing, you know, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, there's like a little rival, rivalry right there. <laughs> But, yeah. And then I loved it so much that I started working for the company. But check this out. I noticed a lot of times that women, because, you know, we give out the menus, but the food is provided, not the healthiest food, obviously it's preservatives. <laughs> but thinking about it, you know, I don't work there. It's been a long time, so I can say these things and whatever. I think the company no longer exists anymore. I'm not sure. No, I'm not even sure if they're still around. Yeah, okay. I know, right? And so um, I remember like clients would just be repeat clients. They would just come back come back, come back, yo, yo. And so it's like, even though we had a maintenance program trying to teach them, they still didn't know what to do or had the proper tools. And plus, I mean, they're used to putting in the microwave. Microwave food is not good for you. We need to like grow our food. And, oh, and like three food. times a day, right? It's like, what do you yes. do if a girlfriend calls you and says like, hey, I want to go to lunch? You're like, it's like panic mode. Cause you're like, oh my God, how do I microwave it before? Do I, and I'm like, you know, the thing around that, and I used to do that. I used to go out with my friends and I'd be like, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to eat before I go or I would pack my little chicken. And you know, it was ridiculous. I think back to it now. And I'm like, it was, it was pure torture. And I couldn't be present in the moment because I was looking at everybody's food. Like, oh my gosh, I want that, but I don't want that. What, you know, I'm just this constant just track just in my mind. And so it really was all consuming. Now I do, I talk about it a lot and I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I thought that I had to go back, you know, and relive that. And so literally my mission and my passion, I go, the only positive thing that can come out of that is one, I've really learned lifestyle balance. I can model that for my family and other people that are close to me but that I can be a shortcut to other women and moms. Because, you know, if you don't really have a food thing and you haven't struggled with the food thing and, it, you know, I have a sister, she's super healthy. Even if she gained five or 10 pounds, she never cared. Like she was just like, dieting's literally the worst thing you could do, you know? And I was like nervous for her, you know? I was like, oh, but what I was doing was not working, you know? And it's like, you feel so bad because these women, they work so hard. You know, they're in the gym, they're doing the classes, they're, you know what I'm saying? And most of the time they're trying to eat the right things. And, and what you find is, you know, they have an off week or they go on vacation or they do a date night or something spontaneous or heaven forbid, we get say, you know, tired and we're normal humans and don't want to eat out of our microwavable, you know, container. And we order pizza for the kids and we eat it and then we feel guilty and then we tack on a weekend and then we, you know, it's funny, we're coming off Thanksgiving and people are like the holidays and I'm like, y'all, it's not Thanksgiving. Like go enjoy Thanksgiving with your family. We're going to move our body. We're going to overhydrate. We're going to write. We've got the things. 
but it's the Friday and the Saturday and the Sunday. And then people are waving the white flag until Christmas and New Year's, right? So I'm like, we give holidays a bad rap. I'm like, it's not actually the one day, but it's people go and they don't, they don't know the balance. And again, I'm not pointing fingers. It took me 15 years to overcome it. And really, so what we're teaching are solutions, right? It's becoming more aware. Just like you said, you're like, I had no awareness of what was happening. A lot of times people aren't always aware of how they use food in their life or what the triggers are, right? Is it fighting with your husband? For me, I can yell at one of my kids. I can be stressed out about something else or tired and yell at one of my kids. And I mean, I don't go to my pantry and start eating, but it's definitely, right? I mean, I probably would have, I used to, it is a trigger for me. And so it's like, you know, I do these workshops and I sit with these group of women and it's really cool because they will, they all have a different way, whether it's like, Hey, I'm super bored and like food's exciting. I want to make something fun. Or it's like, Hey, I'm exhausted. And at night I want to sit down with my husband and eat something that tastes really good and watch a show. Or I want to celebrate with my kids or I'm sad in my marriage and I feel alone. So I eat, you know, it's a, food is literally the most socially acceptable drug on the planet, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we do, we, we are so used to like, oh, we celebrate with food and drinks. We're sad with food and drinks. We, you know, all the things. And so we're just not built. Like I don't, I, the day that I found out I was pregnant, I was finally like, I have to eat for my kid. I'm not going to eat fake food. No more light, no more fat free, no more, you know, I'm not perfect. I definitely eat some preservatives, here, but no more fake stuff. Like if I'm going to eat it, I eat the real thing. And it literally changed my life. Like, you know, people were saying, and you know, this was the diet culture again, this was 20 years ago. So this wasn't the Jenny Craig and the Weight Watchers <laughs> And nobody knew anything outside of a diet. If you said the word lifestyle, people were like, you're crazy. You've never been five pounds overweight. You don't know what you're talking about, right? Like, I felt like you can't identify with me is what I, is what I felt like. But it was really in shifting the mindset of fueling my body out of love and respect because I deserve it. Then, oh my God, eat broccoli so you can, you know, feel comfortable <laughs> on a boat bikini, right? I mean, it was a different mindset and I got a completely different result. I found that I wasn't wanting to binge eat Oreos or like pizza. I wasn't craving all of these foods because I hadn't made a laundry list of things that were off limit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me also talking about Jenny Craig, when I had a client, he was like, so I have to disappear, I guess, you know, <laughs> I don't have no social life anymore because I'm on this diet. So it reminded me like, we don't oh. need to get rid of it. You have to disappear for a while. That was sad, right? <laughs> I just like, but oh, that's no. heartbreaking. And, and you know, true. like you, you think about it, you go, seriously, people that really like want to lose the weight and can't figure out, that's also hard. It's like they do all the hard stuff and put in, give away their social lives, do all this stuff, right? To lose the weight, they lose the weight and then they're coming back. And mm -hmm. that is devastating. You know, it's not that they're not trying. It's not, and they can't figure out like, what am I doing it wrong, right? It becomes so personal. It becomes so personal. And people will say, well, Becca, I lost 30 pounds doing da, 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 you know? And I'm like, well, that's amazing. Is that still what you do? And they're like, oh my God, no. Like I couldn't do it in travel. I, you know, it was a certain food every day. Like, and I'm like, that's not lifestyle because mm -hmm. nobody, you were dreading it. You were counting the days until you could be finished with it, you know? Right. And so when I coach my clients, it's a lot, it's 
all about mindset. It's mm-hmm. the diet mindset. You have the best of intentions, right? You want to change. You want to get healthy. You're doing it for all the right reasons, but you're setting yourself up for the short-term goal. In 30 days, when I lose 30 pounds, when I go to the beach, and then when we go to the beach, we stop doing all of the habits that we did to get us where we go, right? We feel great in a bikini, we drink a couple drinks, we go out to a couple of food places, and we're back where we started. And we're like, what happened? What is wrong with me? And so really, it just, it tanks our self-belief, it tanks our confidence, we start, you know, not loving our bodies and being really hard on ourselves instead of, you know, finding the good things and seeing seeing another way, training and fueling out of love rather than dislike. And that is something that took me a really, really long time to get. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. It was all about diets because we had to go somewhere. We were traveling soon. Um, we're going to be taking family photos, you know, so we had to like diet, diet. But it is about the lifestyle. And it's just a little things you can change and start making them pretty little habits, I guess. And then whether that's, you know, going for a walk in the morning when you never used to before or maybe um, just eating maybe more greens in the day when you normally don't <laughs> if you're hungrier. I don't know. There's little things that you can do here and there. But you are a mother of... <laughs> Four girls. Wow. That must be exciting. I actually have all boys. I don't have any girls. I have four nieces, but from two separate oh. brothers. <laughs> and right. um, but I don't have any girls. So I'm sure it gets very busy in the household. And that's so awesome that you are like a the the, the role model because many girls, especially including myself growing up, I remember I was even sharing this with you. I was comparing myself to Sydney Crawford in the 90s. And here I was, what, fourth grade, fifth grade? <laughs> You know, the stuff that they have on TV, you know, and like that was, I mean, yeah, she has a beautiful body. Don't get me wrong, but that was literally like her job was to like, keep that body. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm sure if she talked to you and she was on here, she would say, you have no idea what I did to keep that physique. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, totally. And so it's like the whole comparison thing too. And so I'm so happy that you're helping your girls out by being the role model. And then they're going to look up to you like, oh, mom's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, and- you know, it, it really is some of the women also that I've coached, you know, and we're talking about it and I go, you have no idea like the transformation that they're making. What's so cool is, so I was on a call with my client last week and she said, just to think like the goal was to lose 20 pounds. Like I had no idea, like so much more was gonna come from this, you know? And so she's not even, yes, she's getting fit. Yes, she's doing her circuits and she's eating right. Let's say we don't even talk about food anymore. That's how great it is. You know, I mean, we've been 90, we like, she's on it. She vacations. She came back from Thanksgiving down a pound, you know, after like traveling it, you know what I'm saying? So that's amazing. But the more amazing part is how much self-belief and how much impact has, you know, come from that to go into her business, into her side hustle, into her marriage and how she parents and how she's leading her mom and her sister. And just like tomorrow morning, we're going to a 5.30 class. She's like, Becca, I've literally never gotten up at 5.30 to do a workout. And I'm like, tomorrow's the day, baby. And she's excited about it. 
And so, you know, yes, it's great to get in shape. Yes, it's great to be healthy and feel great and confident. Like you deserve that. We deserve that. Mm-hmm. However, what is so much cooler is to watch it change so many other areas in your life because of the confidence, because of the belief, because you go, oh my God, I never thought I could do that. I did it. What's next? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what I love to see. I love to see that power come through. And really just the belief in them go, oh my gosh, like that is the coolest part of what I do, honestly. Right. Yes, I agree. Now, um, I was going to say that many moms, they actually struggle with putting themselves as a priority with their own needs. What would you tell them if they want to overcome these barriers? Yeah, I would say in order to continuously serve your family, because as women and moms, you know, I mean, it's always about everybody else before yourself, you know, Um, it never stops. Like it's a 24 hour job, whether you're just a stay at home mom or whether you're working outside the home and then coming home to be, you know, a mom to taking care of the house and the kids and the chores and the schedules and the sports, like it's never ending. And what I would say is if you are not taking care of yourself first, it's only going to last for a certain amount of time. Like you will have a breaking point. You just will. And, you know, maybe you're not going to like have to go somewhere and be in, but you're going to start snapping. You're going to start, you know, you are going to see some symptoms in ways that you wouldn't normally act or you wouldn't normally feel. And, you know, I think it's so important. Like, I just think about my girls, you know, 15 years from now and I go, what would I want them to do for themselves? Like looking in, maybe they have kids, maybe they don't, I don't know. But I'm like, what kind of life would I want to see my girls living? Do I want them like working to the bone? Not, I mean, yeah, hard workers, right? But like not feeling like they deserve to take time for themselves. Yeah. To, you know, I mean, come on, like that's ridiculous. And, right. you know, we do that because we do, we battle with perfection. We battle with yes. getting all the things done. And we're like, oh my God, is the house clean? Is it blah? because that, you know, that tells me whether I'm a good mom or not. And it's just, it's crazy. It really is. And I can say that. And then tomorrow I'll be, you know, battling with getting my Christmas decorations put away and right. Yeah. The Christmas decorations are coming up pretty soon. That's right. We're December. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I just, I would say if you are not prioritizing your health or something that you love to do that re-energizes you, like it's only going to be a matter of time, you know, something's going to slide. You can't keep up the consistent pace. You can't fuel everyone else and not, you know, feed yourself. So, and that's why I'm early morning, right? A lot of people are like, oh, I'm just like, you have this many people. You don't know who's going to school, who's sick, who's calling you from school, right? Like things happen. And so I do at least four days a week, I'm up early and it's not just to get strong. Yes, I love to work out. I love to be strong. I want a strong body, but it is like my brain, right? It's like the brain. Time. It physiologically changes my body. It changes my mood. I mean, I do not jump out of bed every day. Like, oh my God, I can't wait to go. Some mornings I do, right? <laughs> yeah. And then other mornings I'm like mad. I have to go start my car and get in, you know, I'm just like, and then I get there and I go, yes, like, yes. And I can come home and wake my girls up and I'm literally a totally different person. Mm-hmm. And so they get to see that, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, some days they're like, why are you not, you know, coming in the back door, right? Like, why right. are you still, okay, okay, okay. Like I need to sleep today, you know? So it's good. They hold me accountable. <laughs> yeah. And 
yes, it's me going like, I deserve this time. I need this time. I'm worthy of this time. And I'm telling you, when you get up and it's still dark, there's something about feeling disciplined and like you're doing something that not the whole world is doing, right? right like right. there's something there with that. There is for me, for me at least. So, you know, we were talking about waking up at 5 a.m. Like I was a 5 a.m. as well. And early in my recovery, I was I was actually going to Orange Theory Fitness and I felt yeah. so fantastic. Wait, I, I, literally I would wake up, like set my alarm 3.45 King, <laughs> in the morning and then go get there. So I wanted like my station number one, right? <laughs> I wanted to be by everything where I don't have to like travel everywhere because they have like, it's like a, you go to rowing to yeah. and the whole treadmill to like the weights. And so yes. what happened is I would literally wait there and then start at five o'clock and then feel so much better. And that was my thing in recovery was working out. That was the thing that got me like excited. I'm like, yeah, working out because once your body feels good and once you start feeling good, you'll notice that you'll start eating better automatically. It just happens right. all of a sudden. You're like, oh, well, that's that's like, it looks I'm better. Yeah. It really just makes you make better decisions, you know, and you feel strong, you feel energized, you feel disciplined, like you are, you're taking the time for yourself. Um, it just, it is. And, you know, I even tell moms, I'm like, one of my weekend things, because this will be no surprise to you, but, you know, people can do like, you know, good Monday through Friday, the weekend with, you know, kids sports and different stuff. Like people are like, why can't I make it through the weekend? Why, why do I want the crap? Why do I, you know? And so I tell people, I'm like, you don't have to do a full workout, but I want you to go move your body for 10 to 12 minutes. It can be a walk with your kids, a walk with your dog. It can be jumping jacks. I'll send my clients, you know, a seven to 12 minute full body circuit. I do it myself. And I just was telling somebody today, like, look on Saturdays, it's crazy around here. Like, I don't want to go do it either. I'm like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like in panties and a sports bra. You know what? I'm like yeah, yeah. drinking coffee at the same time. But after I do it, I feel totally different. And then I want to drink my water and I want to have my shake instead of, you know, I don't know, whatever else. I'm just going to pick up and just eat because I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed. And I've got everybody to take care of, right? It's a total reset. And so I just go, I think people think, you have to live in the gym. You have to do all this cardio. You have to, you know, and like, I've been working on my whole life. So you can tell, I mean, I do, I have muscles, I have whatever, but people are like, what do you do? And I'm just like, if I told you what I did, you wouldn't believe me. Like, <laughs> you know, like I get it. I mean, there's some days that I am, I'm only doing a 12 to 15 minute circuit. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's the consistency. It's building the muscle of consistency and it's learning the balance of going, learning to enjoy, guilt-free, shame-free, and then jumping right back in, right? Not starting over, not starting and stopping, but like, hey, tomorrow I'm going to be super intentional about, you know, eating the foods that fuel my body, that make me feel good. I'm going to be intentional about getting three gym sessions in this week, you know, whatever it is, but changing the language, no more diet language, no more flex meal, cheat meal, you know, because people are like, <laughs> cheat so meal. How, yeah. they're like, how often, you know, do we have a flex meal? I'm like, what do you, I, what, well, you know, I just like, because what would I do? I'd be like, well, that's on Friday. And all week I would be waiting and planning like this huge meal I was going to have. And I felt like crap. And then the next day I wanted to eat like crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really like changing the language, changing the mind. And it's like, you know, people don't stay on a diet because they don't enjoy doing what they're doing. 
they're like, oh my God, am I down 30 pounds? And then they go eat pizza, right? It's like, <laughs> but they're yeah. just so ready to be normal, you know, and, and go and eat out with friends and enjoy, you know, and it is, it's a process. It is, it is practice because somebody coming, I mean, you've come <laughs> from diet well, like you literally have to retrain, mm-hmm. you know, on like, oh my God, I'm going to be okay. Like the chips and salsa I just ate are not literally going to make me gain five pounds. Like, you know, you have to really start using some common sense and you have to build the skills of really kind of coaching yourself out of that. And tell like, that's a story. That's a fear. That's, you know, and really just, you know, the more that they do it, the more that they practice, the more that we create solutions that they love, mm-hmm. they go, oh my God, why didn't I think of this 10 years ago? You know what I'm saying? Like right. this is easier. I didn't think it would be this easy, you know? So I think the bottom line is really believing that the balance and the foods that you love and that you can have the body of your dreams and not give up every single thing that you love. Um, I think people struggle to believe the two can coexist and are possible. But they can exist, right? They can. (laughs) Listen, I want people to go and look at like Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Like literally all I'm posting right now are before and afters. And it's not that my before pictures are awful, right? I'm probably 25, maybe 30 pounds heavier than now. They're not God awful. And, you know, and, and somebody was like, that's not bad. I was like, no, no, no. It's not that the picture is terrible. I'm my physique is night and day different now, but it's not that the picture is like, I'm not 400 pounds. It's not this like, but here's what it is. I ate a thousand calories. I worked out two hours a day. I couldn't go to a restaurant and carry on a conversation without asking the cook 50 times if he was going to put sauce on my chicken, Mm. you know, like. I I was binge eating. I was like every second of my life, I was going to bed and in the middle of my prayer, I'm counting macros, right? Like it was crazy. And I still didn't have the body that I was wanting. I could not keep it. I could not sustain the progress. And so that's what I try and show in those pictures. Like, yeah, it's not awful. What's 25 pounds, right? But it's like, my life was a freaking nightmare. Mm -hmm. It just- I didn't enjoy it. And I go now, like I can go and have fun and then come eat grilled chicken and a protein shake and not think twice about it. Right. And mm-hmm. it's freedom to me. And I just love myself. I love myself now or in five pounds. I go, okay, like enough of the Sour Patch Kids get intentional. Right. I mean, everybody's going to have their thing and that's okay, but I don't come crumbling down, you know, in this body shaming spiral. Yes. Um, I would remind me, I do have some Sour Patch Kids downstairs, I think from the kids that had them. I'm like, but I'm trying to like get rid of the sugar. It's like no sugar, you guys, you guys are no sugar because I'm really thinking, I'm really doing like some look, I'm looking at the foods and I'm just like, mm, I don't trust it. And my goal oh, is to, no, I mean, they're, I'm not recommending Sour Patch Kids. I'm just going to go on a thing. Um, My favorite thing, like if I'm, you know, in well, even now I still love it, but I love candy. Um, I don't have it often. I didn't have it on Halloween. I didn't, you know, but like every now and then I'm like, I want candy. And, um, but you know, before it would be like, I could eat two, like literally I would eat two or three, you know, cause I'd go, oh my God, I feel bad for eating that. Well, I might as well get it all out of the way before I start over tomorrow and never have it again. Right. Like I was going to go my whole life without eating another piece of candy. I mean, it's just like, what was I thinking? <laughs> it's like, you're 15, you know, you're like, you haven't done it yet. Like what? 
And so anyway, so I just go, but now I go like, I have a handful of sour Skittles or five Sour Patch Kids and that's all I need, right? That's all I want. Um, and so that's it. I never, if somebody had said, if you just eat five, you won't. I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, you don't know me. I was very all or nothing. Right. But it was because I had told myself I could never have it again. And it just did something to me. It's psychologically, it just did something to me where I couldn't find the balance and I couldn't get enough and really just eating food and being okay with it. I mean, my body responded I would have never I would have never believed it but I think I was actually fueling it right I mean God literally designed food gave us food so we would have energy and so we would be strong and so we could make babies and right and a nurse and all these things and I'm like I don't think it's a coincidence that then I went you know, seven years later to go have kids, I had polycystic ovarian syndrome. I didn't have any periods. I didn't ovulate. I walked through infertility journey. Um, you know, so many hormonal issues right after, you know, 10 years of mega restriction and abusing my body, you yeah. know, you're such an inspiration because it's so it's, it's amazing to see women, you know, go from like these fad diets and doing all the like counting calories and everything just to be like, you know what? I have such a healthy relationship food. Now I don't even have those, that mentality anymore. Now, what is some verbiage women can actually start talking to themselves? Like what, what dialogue should they be saying uh, when it comes to their relationship with food? Yeah. I, you know, with my clients, I really work on anything around lifestyle, right? Like I've tried to find a better word than lifestyle because I'm kind of <laughs> like, oh, you know, I haven't really come up with one that I think that I love, but, you know, really just lasting lifestyle. Like the first thing we do when people coach with me is like, we get a vision, like what's your vision, you know, like, what do you want? What do you want? It's not obviously, you know, usually they have a pat, like I want to lose 20 pounds or I want to, but it's like, no, I want to know, like, what do you want to feel like when you wake up? Like, what do you want to feel like when you put your workout clothes on? Like, you know, what do you want to wear to the gym? What do you want to see when you're in the mirror? Like, what do you want to be able to do with your kids? Do you, you know, I had one that was like, I've always dreamed of doing a marathon at Disney. I'm like, great, let's freaking do it. Like, what's your vision? What kind of like, what, I mean, is it skinny jeans you want to wear instead of leggings? Like, you know, and most women have a thing like I'd really like to wear, but I don't, you know, kind of thing. Like, what are you romanticizing about? What would you, and so we get really clear on, on the vision and it's not just like a pound or whatever. It's like, how do you want to feel when your husband walks in on you in the shower? Are you freaking out? Or do you want to like invite him in because you feel comfortable about your body? Like this stuff affects relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just does. It affects your self-esteem. And then I take out any kind of diet language. There's no starting over. It's really just like, hey, we're going to get focused. We're going to get intentional. Um, you know, there's no cheat days. There's no, and I go, because what's the message you're sending? It's that you have to be perfect every other day, right? Like I'm cheating. I'm messing up today. It's like, no, you're going to enjoy. I can't wait to go enjoy my favorite restaurant, my favorite meal with my husband. Yeah. I can't wait to go eat with my girlfriends. Like, I can't wait for this girl's night. I can't wait to have Mexican food with my kids. Right. So it's just, I mean, it's, it's that kind of stuff. That was the biggest deal to me. Just anything related to diet, to short-term, any kind of body shaming. I mean, look, I'm not about like, Hey, you need to lose 20 pounds. You're like, Oh my God, I have abs. Right. Like 
I don't really think lying to ourselves, but I mean, you can appreciate your body like right now and you can be committed to like, Hey, I'm going to fuel my body out of love and respect because of what it does for me every single day, Mm -hmm. you know, to get strong, not out of like, Oh my God, I, you know, I hate this and my legs, you know, cause that's what I used to do. I had a real big leg thing. I literally didn't wear shorts for probably 10 years in the summer. Like not one time. I would not, I would not show my legs. Um, I heard somebody say on a podcast, these are not my words. I can't remember his name, but it was so powerful. He said, you will never heal a body you hate. Mm. It's so true. It's so true. Cause you're just working against each other, right? I mean, you're just, you're just working against each other. And so I would really just start speaking love, you know, for me, like I'm a believer. I pray. I really, you know, ask the Lord to just help me love myself, help me accept myself. Yes. I want to be my best self. I'm not going to use it as an excuse to not change and make some different changes in my life and step up my game and still work out and eat well, right? You've got to do those things. But I also just ask him in the times where I wasn't perfect. Or I said, Hey, I'm not going to eat a basket of chips and Mexican. And I did it anyway. Right. To just go like one day, one meal, one week is not going to make you or break you. Like you're long, you're long term. Mm-hmm. Think about Thanksgiving in the scheme of 365 days. You're like, what? Like, what am I talking about? It's one day, you know, that's not programmed to think that. So I also tell people, they go, oh, this is what I, you know, I'm like, it's been eight weeks. Like this takes practice. This takes coming back and going, look, what did I do? Well, that's another thing women are not good at. I'll just, you know, we're not good at taking time for ourselves. We're not good at making ourselves priority. And we're not good at celebrating the things that we do. Mm -hmm. No. And it's just like, man, how many awesome things did, you know, it's like, I messed up this. It's like, Great, but what did you do all day? So let's celebrate what what you did really well. You actually made a plan. You drank your water. You moved your body. You like don't hyper focus on the last fifteen minutes of the night when you lost your mind and ate three Oreos. Like who cares? It could have been the buffet and dinner plus three Oreos. You know. So I just, I think that we need to cut ourselves some slack. I think we need to celebrate the things that we do really, really well. And I think we need to have it stack it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that builds momentum. I think that builds self-belief. I think it builds like, oh my God, I am doing better. I am, like you said, making the smaller shifts, you know, making those little changes that really add up and make a difference. And I think people think you have to be perfect forever. It's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, expect that as a human, but for some reason in the food world, they expect you to like, you know, never want to eat crap again. And it's just like, you don't need to feel guilty and shameful. Can you do it every day? No, but it's like, there's a time and a place. And it's like, you know, if there's times that you're seeing like, okay, this is a continuous thing. Like this is becoming a problem because this is not aligning with my goals. I don't need 12 Twinkies every single night, right? Like that's when you go, like we need to find a different solution. And that's when you have to go, like, where is this coming from, right? Mm -hmm. Like, am I sad? Am I stressed out? Am I like, you know, what is food actually doing for you? 
Um, and you just really need to dig a little bit and build some awareness, you know, around that and then plug in a solution that you can find that isn't some diet health food crap, right? That you eat, you go, this tastes like cardboard because you're going to eat that and then you're going to go right back to eating whatever you wanted. Like you actually, in today's world, I mean, you can scroll on Instagram for five seconds and find, you know, 80 healthy four ingredients or less, like things that literally taste like amazing chocolate or a brownie. Like there's so many resources now. And, you know, people are like, send me recipes. I'm like, I'm going to hook you up with my Pinterest board. You know, like I go, y'all, I can't be good at all things. Like I, you know, I don't, I'm not great in the kitchen. I copy other people that that's what they do, right? Their ingredients align with like how I want to live my life and what I want to put in my body. And and so anyway, so I love to help women build and create solutions. And when you find something that works, that's when you build your confidence. That's when you go, oh my God, this lifestyle thing actually works, right? Because you like and enjoy what you're doing. You feel fulfilled. You feel satisfied. You don't feel left out. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can literally <laughs> go on and on and on. You'll have to cut me off. That's okay. It's because you're passionate. That's why you love what you do. And so that's not normal. <laughs> So I'm like, good for you. If you weren't saying anything, then I'd be a little concerned. <laughs> well, good. Thank you. Okay. I love that. I love that. I was see, I was going to share that uh, back in my journey, like I was always eating out, eating out, eating out. And I don't know what they're putting inside there. I'm like, why don't I just start cooking for myself? So in 2020, when we had that pause, I started learning how to cook. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I was a good cook because my husband is Indian and Indian recipes are very hard to do. Oh my goodness. So I was like getting these legumes, well, like all dolls, like lentils and then soaking them. And I was just cooking all of these things that I've never had before. And I actually loved it. Like it's called somber where you have vegetables and you put some somber powder in there. You, you mix it with the doll and it's like some lentil thing is so good. And you. Um, yeah. So, and I found passion in just cooking. And so all of the eating out, we hardly eat out. If it is, it's like a treat. It's like, oh, we're eating out and we'll enjoy ourselves. We won't be like, oh, what can I not eat? I'd be like, let's order that dessert. We'll share it. You know, we don't have to eat. <laughs> you know, we'll share it. So it's not, sometimes it's kind of big. It's like, man, one person can eat this one. It's huge. But um, we just make those little changes and we just like to go outdoors as well. They'll do some hiking. Uh, I noticed last year we were doing way more hiking than this year. I don't know what's going on this year. I don't know. We need to go back out yeah. in the mountains. Like, wait, right I, here. Mean, I forgot we did that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm just enjoying, like, I look at food differently. I look at it as like, oh, it's like nourishment. This is my nourishment for the day. Like, I don't need it, like, at all. <laughs> but I always listen to my hunger cues as well. Like, am I even hungry? Am I, like, I have to build awareness. If I'm watching something, do, is it is it because I'm hungry that I want to go to the kitchen? Or is it because I'm bored? <laughs> What's the reason? You know, so I really pay attention to those now. Yeah. That's so good though. That's, you know, that is, it's a really good thing. And that's part of my program, you know, is just building the self-awareness and, and building the triggers. Like I had a lot of triggers with food. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I think that too, that comes from just the restriction and like always relying on willpower. And, and so, yeah, it's like, once you build some of those, you go, oh my gosh. And once you really, you know, tune into it, it's like the next time you do it, you're like, I don't even want that. What, it, you know? And then it yeah. really becomes like, oh my gosh, I'm going to find another way to cope. And I'm going to, you know, and you really start, it, it starts becoming like with ease, you know, it's flowing with ease. Um, and you said, you know, eating out, uh, we, 
we eat out a good bit and because I don't love to cook. I mean, I cook a lot, but like, you know, a couple times a week, whatever. And so I do find that like a lot of moms and women and families that are on the go and a lot of sports and, you know, it's just for convenience and like they're getting home late at night. So they grab food on the way home and I get that. I really do. And I just, the one thing that I encourage them with, you know, in the beginning, like we're texting, Hey, I'm at Longhorn. What do I, you know, (laughs) that really help them navigate the menu where they're going to love what they're eating, but you know, they want to stay really on track and they're not ready to like have a, you know, eat dessert. They're not there yet. And, um, and it's just, it's amazing. They will be like, that was the best meal I've had there. And I had no idea I could eat that and still meet my goals, you know, Mm. or they didn't know they could go to Chick-fil-A and not have a fried chicken sandwich. You know, like there's sometimes you go and you're just like, well, this is what I order. Or I go to Taco Bell and I have burritos and I have, and they're like, what do you mean you can eat? And I'm like, get a power bowl, double your meat, choose rice or beans. Right. And they're like, what? You know, so I love that even just in the first like three or four weeks, like they're going and we're navigating this stuff and they're like, why did I never think of that? You know, it's like forever changed. Mm -hmm. It's like just opening the door and getting creative and having someone else show you a different way. And I always tell them too, I go, Hey, if it's not on the menu and you want something, just order it, you know, like, two grilled fillets or, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, they have the food. And, and so anyway, so it's really just blah, 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 but it's just that creativity and just a new approach outside of what you would normally, what your normal go-to is, you know, when you fly up to drive through and you're like, I've got to eat this crap. And I'm like, doesn't always have to be the crap. You know what I mean? So yeah. anyway. creativity. Yeah, just get creative. And like you said, the Pinterest boards, they're very I love Pinterest, by the way. That's where I get a lot of my recipes from as well. <laughs> like I love they're, it. I mean, it is. And it's like, you know, for me, I could I make most of the time the same thing. Like I could eat the same food over and over and over. And then I'll switch it because I like what I eat, right? But I'm like, sometimes you're just like, okay, I need something different. Like, or how do I do a clean pork chop? Or how do I, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just a great resource. I, you know, I just teach people, I go, use your resources. Like literally at the touch of a button, you can like you don't have to know it all. Mm-hmm. Like find the people that you love, what they believe and what they do and what they're good at, and then lean on them. Like that's what they're there for. And I share all the time. People are like, I can't believe you shared my stuff. I'm like, it's like the coolest, healthiest, like entertaining Christmas recipe. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I'm like, yeah. I, it's not all about me. I can't, I'm not making that. I'm not creative in the food department, you know? So I'm like, I want to pass along. I want to be a resource for other people um, to help make it easy and convenient and it not be time consuming and slaving in the kitchen and food prepping every day. You know, I mean, people yeah. food prep, I think it's amazing, but I just go, I think if people think they have to do that and dedicate a day or a weekend, like it's very overwhelming. And it's like, then what do you do if you haven't food prepped, Mm. right? Like, do you know how to navigate the week? Do you know how to eat on the fly? Do you, you know, what happens then? So those are, I mean, everybody's just so different. I think like the health journey thing, it's not a one size fits all, right? I mean, because a mom with a baby, a newborn and a two-year-old, she's not going to get up at 5 a.m. and go work out like I am, right? She's breastfeeding in the middle of the night. Right. She's like like nap time, you know? Uh So that's her time. And so I go, if I 
my plan was to eat this and wait, like she's going to resent that. She, she might do it for a little bit because she's accountable to me, but that's not something that's going to flow with her life that she's going to look forward to. And so I want to help these women find out how they like to move their body. What are they going to look forward to? Like, what do you love to eat? Like it can be healthy and you can love it all at the same time. And so it's really shifting the mindset that these two things loving it and it's still being healthy can coexist. That's right. Now, now when you coach, do you do it virtually or one-on-one in person or how's that work? Yep. So, um, I guess you say virtually, I mean, we do, you know, we don't, we don't know meet in person. We'll do a phone call like once a week, you know, we do an hour long call and, you know, we do intake form and, you know, we've already talked and answered questions and we go through once I get that form and then we get on the phone and we dive in, you know, and we're looking at like goals and your vision and, you know, your habits and what are your triggers and where you want to go. And, you know, just like a lot of background. And then it's like, what do you like to eat? Like, tell me what you're doing right now, you know? And we walk through that process and I send them, you know, I do, I send them some of my food ideas, my snack ideas, you know, cause usually people are like, okay, I need some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, you know, so I'll give them ideas, but again, they get to use them if they want, um, you know, and just incorporate them in their plan. Um, and then we have a weekly, you know, hour long call that we do. And there's a lot I'll tell you, this is my strength. I love it. I mean, if you can tell I'm so passionate about it. So Great. it's really the first four weeks, especially it's a lot of hand holding. you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of texting, not that they have to be, you know, text me right back, but it's a lot of like, Hey, like, where are you today? Like, how are you feeling? Like, you know, there's usually something they struggle with more than other things. So mm-hmm. if it's dinner, I'm checking in before dinner. Like, what are we doing tonight? You know, or they're like, Hey, I'm out to lunch with a client. And I'm like, Hey, this is what I would get here. This is my favorite thing to do. You know, see, like there's a lot of handholding in the beginning and I love it because what you see is about week two, it starts really clicking, right? They're getting in their groove. They're knowing when they like to work out. They're getting the energy they're track, you know, they're getting their water in. They're feeling good. Like I know what meals I like. I know what time I want to eat. Like they're finding their groove. And so the start of the third week, they start sending me. I love it. And I'm t- it is textbook. It happens with every single one. By week three, they're texting me pictures of like, look what I ordered. Look what I made look what I, and they are becoming the leaders of their health at that point. And so mm. it is, it's just so cool. And it's like, you know, though we do weigh-ins and measurements, you know what I mean? Like every couple of weeks and just to use them as a tool, right? Make sure we're going in the right direction. Um, but it's the biggest things, the most rewarding things that these women are experiencing is just really the mindset shift away from the diet to the lifestyle, letting go of letting food control their life. Right. And like the scale, I mean, just, I have some that are just like, you know, normally weigh every day. And I'm like, we're not doing that. You know, we're, we are not fluctuates all the time. (laughs) And they would be like going to the bathroom in the morning, like, and I'm like, don't do it. You know? So, and now she's like, I don't even care if I get on the scale for two, like, I don't care. Yeah. And I'm like, God, that's such progress. You know what I mean? And so just to see the mindset mindset shift, just to see how they're using these solutions and the tools. And, you know, maybe before when they would self-sabotage and now they're becoming more aware. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, the thing, you know, I had one, she went to the cabin to travel and 
And I love this because she takes her food with her and she had this awesome sweet treat that she loves. And she went to have pizza and they went on a hike and she did her water. And we set up all the things. We're like, go enjoy the pizza. And so she went and ate the pizza. And then she came home and she said, I brought my healthy treat. And she said, I didn't eat it, ate my kid's fudge. And she said, you know what? It wasn't even good. I didn't like it. But she said, I felt like because I had eaten the pizza and I wasn't perfect, that I didn't deserve my healthy mm. treat, that I needed to save it for a day when I had done all the right things. Mm. And I said, see, you know, it, it was great to me. I want to do a backflip, you know, because I'm like, God, the self-awareness yeah. of what, of what she's saying right here. And I said, because you'll do it different next time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we talked through it. And they're like, You don't deserve a healthy treat because you were per like, like that you deserve that because that's better. And that's what you wanted for your body. Right. Mm -hmm. But you were punishing yourself because you felt like pizza was a bad choice. You felt like you made the wrong decision. Therefore you don't deserve, mm -hmm. you know, to fuel your body properly. Right. You're going to torture it. You're going to tear it down. You're going to make it feel like crap. And so then the next time she went to the cabin, she's like, I went to the pizza place and I came home and I ate my healthy. And I'm like, this is lifestyle. This takes practice, yes. but it's, it's the shift. And it's like, now that she goes, that's so stupid. I'm not bad for eating pizza. I did a five mile hike. I did my water. I was, you know, I got to enjoy my family and enjoy that pizza time. And then go finish it off with a healthy treat. Like that builds self-belief, that builds confidence. That's what builds lasting lifestyle. And so that's what's so cool to see, just to walk alongside these women and just watch them break through and tear down these barriers that they've been living by for the past 15, 20, 30 years. Right. Um, oh, that's beautiful. I love what you do. Yes. It's yeah. You're empowering them. You know, their confidence is they're glowing. They're shining. You know, they're just like, yes, Becca, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and then they and, you can know, help somebody else I, too. Yeah. And I said, you know, one of my clients today, she was like, you know, I just want to tell you, I'll say it again. Thank you so much. And I said, no, I appreciate it. I'm so honored to walk out. Like this is a personal journey. You know, I mean, the things that they share with me and like, it's personal. Mm -hmm. And I just said, you know, I'm so honored. I appreciate it. But I'm like, like, this is me getting you started. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you are doing the hard stuff. You're the one getting up out of bed. You're the one making these choices. You're the one that's being consistent. Like I can coach you all day long. If you don't put it into action and you're not the one doing it, you'd be right where you were, you know, three months ago. And so really just, it's hard for them to even take that in and they go, you know what? Yes. You know? And so, and so just to like speak that back into them and just to really, you know, give them that credit and show them that love and really just like honor them and what they're doing and the choices that they've decided to make is it's pretty cool. So that is pretty cool. Yes. And so for the listeners, where can they go ahead and find you if they want to work with you? I'm sure they're all pumped up and like, I'm ready. <laughs> I want to change my mindset. So you can find me on Instagram at herhealth.becca. And it's the same on TikTok and it's the same on Facebook as well. Um, and then herhealthbreakthrough.com is my email. Um, and then I also, I want to, like, I have links to like my group coaching program and one-on-one -on -one ebook, just some different resources. I have a holiday guide that is actually amazing because it's not just for Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's 
birthday parties, Valentine's, right? Like you can use it, vacations, right. you know, weekends away, that kind of stuff. Um, just to really, how do you go away? How do you get off track and out of your environment and go enjoy and come right back and get back to doing, you know, what you were doing before you left? And so I have some of those things, but I have a discounted you know, price exclusive to your audience. So I want, I'm going to email those to you so you can kind of put them in yeah, there. I'll put them in the show notes for sure. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Yes. Yeah, you hear no. that listeners hop on it. Okay. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, And then last question for someone who's actually just starting on their journey for better health and fitness, what are some first steps you would recommend to them? Yeah. First steps I would recommend is I would get a vision for your health and where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And that could be, you know, a number that could be lose 10 pounds or whatever, but like, what do you want? Do you, you know, do you want to move your body three days a week? Like, how do you want to do it? How do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. If you don't know where you're going, it's going to be really hard or where you want to go. It's going to be really hard to get started. And then, you know, I would just say, don't go from zero to a hundred, right? Like I'm going to be at the gym at 5 a.m. Monday through Sunday, you know, I'm just like, you know, give yourself smaller goals to work towards. Like, you know, this week I haven't worked out in six months. So, you know, this week I'm going to do Monday and Wednesday, or I'm going to do two days a week, or, you know, give yourself like a way to start where you can actually be successful and not burn it out in the first week and go, I knew I couldn't do it. Right. Like <laughs> set yourself up for success. Um, maybe look, and I think, you know, we do this accountability group and this isn't about me. You can do accountability group without me, just with your, whatever. But when you're getting started, I think it is so powerful to have a couple other people that are doing what you're doing, you know, whether it's, Hey, you want to wake up at five? Let's text each other in the morning at 5 a.m., right? Or, you know, you go to a group fitness class instead of just doing, you know, a circuit or running by yourself, right? Because we always show up differently mm -hmm. when we're showing up for somebody else. And that's sad, right? I mean, that's sad, but we do. I mean, if you ever yeah. notice, you, you tell somebody you're going to meet them at 5 a.m., you can't even sleep. You're just yeah. like, you know, you're worried you're going to be late. And then for us, we'll hit snooze every day. Yeah, we won't even go. <laughs> Right. So I would just say, get a vision of where you're going. I would say, start small and just give yourself goals that you're going to be okay. Give yourself permission to kind of figure this thing out, you know, as you go. And I would really work on the language. I would do no more starting over. I just like, I think it's the worst thing. I feel like we're starting Monday. I'm like, we're not, we're starting Wednesday. We're starting <laughs> Tuesday. Like I just, you know, because it really does affect like how your mind, um, you know, you're just programming, you're setting yourself up to fail, you know, you're doing all the hard stuff and it's just, you know, your mind is so powerful. Yeah. Um, so I think that's how I would get started. And I, I think, you know, if you need help in the nutrition department, I think you, you know, lack of confidence in your plan to get you to your goal. And that's one of my things. That's one of the reasons people stay stuck because they go, well, keto sounds good. I, you know, maybe I'll by Thursday, like they don't even know what that means. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like if you don't have confidence in what you're doing, you're not going to have the commitment level. You're not going to stick with it. So I would say whatever you do choose to do, like I would know why you're doing it. Um, and just be a hundred percent bought in because if you're not a hundred percent committed and you don't believe in your plan to get you to your goal, you're not going to have to follow through. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah. I would just say like consistency is key. 
You know, if you want, and I will tell you this, I'll offer one of these is free. This is just on Instagram, but I do challenges. I do 30 day challenges. So we started with, what do we start? A playing challenge, 30 day playing challenge, 30 day walk challenge. We're in the middle. I think we're on day 17 of a squat challenge. Oh, nice. And are these going to totally physically change your, no, but why we do them is because it's 30 days of something that's consistent. And it might take you a minute to a minute and a half a day, but if you can put together a super simple, small habit like that and build consistency, you can literally change anything you want to in your life. It's, it's, you said it, you opened the call with it. It's not these major made people go hard for two or three weeks or a month and then they're done. Mm -hmm. It's the 30 minutes a day, the 20 minutes a day, the, that really, really consistently add up and build momentum and change your life over time. Yeah. It reminded me like some people would go to the gym and then work out so hard, like work out and then be so sore. They're like, Oh, I don't want to work out anymore. And then they, they quit. <laughs> so it right. happens. Yeah. Right. So it's just like you know, when, you're, when you're thinking this, you're thinking long-term, you're thinking, what can I do 85, 90% of my days? Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's like, hey, when you stop wanting to do that, like you need to change it up. You need to change how you move. You need to change what you're eating. You need to, right? So you need to think about it, not for 30 days, not till vacation, not till summer. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Who do you want to be every day, mm -hmm. right? Like, what example are you setting for your kids? Like what, and you don't think that people are watching. You don't think this is important. I'm telling you. And the reason I know is because I do know it's important because it's changed my life, but I didn't realize how important it was to my kids. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be like, I walk in one of my triplets rooms and she literally has a hit like workout, like that she's made. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the next cool. that she's going to do it. I'm like, that's powerful. Wow. It's powerful. And it's just like, you know, and my kids even said to me, mom, you know what? Sometimes I see these really skinny girls. You're not really skinny. You're just really healthy. And I'm like, come on. I'm like, that's like the best compliment of my yes. life. And you feel you know, good. Like, like, I'm sure you feel like you're in your twenties. Like I feel better now than I did in my twenties for sure. Oh my God. I didn't do people <laughs> go, it's your age. I'm like, don't take me back to 22 ever. Like I'm 42. I look better. I feel better. I have more energy. Um, it's just so, you know, that's a story we tell ourselves to like, keep ourselves safe from really having to level up our life but you have no idea when you start this transformation who is watching you who needs to be inspired who you're giving them this hope of like oh my god you can do it you know yeah. even if it's just your kids if you can't do it for you I couldn't do it for me yet if you can't do it for you do it for somebody you love mm -hmm. no kidding do it for somebody you love do it for somebody else until you love yourself enough to do it for yourself Right, right. Oh, I love that. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining my show, yeah. Becca. It's such an I feel motivated. I feel like I need to go do 20 jumping jacks right now. Just <laughs> yeah, it's a great conversation. Oh, Listen, I have to be in a tank top when I do these things. I get to, I had on sleeves and I'm like, I get so fired up and so passionate. I like just start sweating. I'm like, you know, yeah. oh, so forget your workout. Just talk. <laughs> just inspire somebody. Like, yeah, I know. Sometimes I really. Like, 
That's good it just, though. It yeah. is so near and dear to my heart. And like, I just tell people, I go, hey, beware. If you don't like energy, I'm probably not going to be your gal, right? Like <laughs> this is genuinely how I feel about my clients and their goals and just getting them to where they really want to be and freedom in their body and food. And, um, I just, I, I feel like I, I know, I don't feel, I know it's just so important. It really is a game changer. No. Oh, well, thank you so much, Becca. I appreciate you and keep on doing thank what you you're doing. Having me. You're oh, amazing. Great <laughs> questions, like great energy. I just, I really loved it. Thank you so much. It's such an honor. To my cherished listeners, from the very depths of my heart, thank you. Every single one of you who've showered me with those warm five-star reviews, your kindness shines so brightly. And if you haven't yet, know that your voice and support always matter. Your unwavering love has lifted us onto Feedspot's esteemed list of best women's sobriety podcasts. And it truly warms my heart. With immense love and care, I've created something for you as well. Introducing the Overcoming Challenges mini course, crafted especially with the intention to guide and support you through life's varied phases, because we all deserve gentle guidance as we navigate life's tides. Furthermore, I have two heartfelt gifts for our listener family. One is a seven-day challenge, a tender beginning for those curious about sobriety, and the other, a personal sharing from my journey, six-step blueprint to an alcohol-free life. This encapsulates the loving steps I took, I embraced beyond AA and the traditional 12 steps that have nurtured my own sobriety journey. To embrace these tokens of gratitude and love, simply text GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to one 649 6196 Again, that's G-I-F-T at one 649 6196 With all my love and deepest gratitude, I cherish each and every one of you.